With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, we know, we know Trump isn't always at his best in these interviews. We know he sometimes sends his best wishes to sexual predators like Ghislaine Maxwell. We know we can't pronounce Yosemite. Hey, I struggle with that sometimes, too. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. Uh, but at least he's out there doing interviews. Joe Biden's still in the bunker, still stumbling and bumbling. We'll play the latest Joe Biden car crash interview. His wife, she's out there doing interviews, but not Joe. We will look ahead to the most unbelievable presidential campaign yet to come with Reamer. Reamer will be here to defend Sleepy Joe. I'll ask Reamer if he'll say something negative about Antifa, which is uh, what Ted Cruz asked Democrats to do yesterday. They couldn't do it. We'll find out if Reamer can do it. And Ryan Reynolds, actor Ryan Reynolds, has perhaps the dumbest apology we've ever heard. Um, also, we'll uh, we'll talk about the George Floyd video, the George Floyd case with Reamer. Um, I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we are presented, as always, by DCU, Digital Federal Credit Union. You'll love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance, insured by NCUA, membership required. Okay, Colin, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, I'm going to start off. I'm going to do what my man Ted Cruz did yesterday. It was it was a beautiful move. He challenged the Democrats in his committee uh, to uh, say a negative word about Antifa, any negative word, just anything, condemn, criticize Antifa, and they wouldn't do it. So would you, Alex Freeman, will you say a negative word about Antifa, these, these scum, these maggots who are burning yesterday, last night, this morning, they tried to burn down the uh, police union building again. They broke in. 
They've been burning Bibles. You know, they've been attacking innocent people. They've, they've blinded, permanently blinded police officers. And for some reason, Democrats, including the moron, Maisie Hirona, who walked off, stormed off, uh, got up and left because she because uh, Cruz said, just say one negative word, one thing. And she couldn't do it. Can you do it? Can you say a negative word about Antifa? I guess not. He's going. He's left. I knew it. I knew I could get him to storm off. I knew it. In honor of the late great, in honor of the late great Gary Tangway, Rima just took off his uh, headsets and stormed yep. off. That's enough for me. Uh, would I critic? Would you ask me to criticize my firstborn, Jerry? Is the question. I mean, no, I'm not going to criticize Antifa because I don't even know what they are yet. I, I still yes, don't think they're do. real. Yep. No, I don't even understand what they are. Nobody believes what they're, they're real organizations. They're so what? I mean, anarchists are intrinsic. They're just they're unorganized by definition, right? Anarchists. So how could they be anarchists? So you will not. You will not criticize the because I, I don't even know what they are. And like Maisie yes, Hirono, I think it is a distraction to talk about Antifa when we have again nearly 160,000 dead Americans. Do the coronavirus. Can we focus on something that's important here? Well, then Please. blame your friends in Antifa. They're the ones who are uh, diverting attention. They're still, it's 65, 66 nights in a row. I want to know when the cops are going to use real bullets because I think they should. If they take a laser and blind you, cause permanent damage to your eyes, you should have the right to shoot real bullets. Here's my question. Why do you care? Like, this Portland protest, do you like watching it because yes. like, it's like a, yes. it's like a yes. video Every game day. for you? Like, it's like Call of yes. Duty or something? Like, <laughs> what is this toxic masculinity? I, I, I like watching it because I can't understand it. I mean, these are young, white. I, I see the um, mugshots. Uh, the guy, Andy No, the best follow on Twitter who is out there undercover. They hate him. He was on Laura Ingram last night. She asked him two questions. He was on for five minutes. It, as I tweeted, it's not enough. I want to hear from this guy every day. He's undercover taking uh, photos, video of these, 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 these anarchists and covering everything they do. And the Democrats don't like that. They somehow want this to be a, a peaceful protest. It's not. But they literally, and, and I heard a whole description of what these lasers do. These cops come to work and they're told, do not look at the lasers. Look away, avert your eyes, or it will cause permanent damage. It's It will be bad for Trump. It will be good for for your side that want to overthrow the country if they shoot them. But at some point, you have to shoot them. All right, That's what I think. Why? Because they're protesting? I just explained to you they're causing permanent damage yeah. to the eyeballs of police okay. officers. I, 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 I love this. Rima, Rima rolls his eyes like, oh, just a little late, just a little blindness. What's a little blindness? Well, I mean, you can be a popular sidekick on a popular Barstool podcast if you're blind. I mean, well, that's a nice career path. Well, that's, Why don't they go into sidekick. that? That's the main guy now. Well, you're right. Yes, yeah. you're right. That's your main competition now, Jerry. Oh, it is? Yeah. Yes. What? Yes. What is blind well, Mike? Yeah. It's your main competition now. I didn't. I, I didn't I wonder, do it as competition. It's room I for everybody. Which, I wonder which one Dave would choose if given the choice between Jerry and Blind Mike. Dave yes. Conan or Dave can Portnoy? I, can I, yeah. Can I have a minute to think about that? See, he needs a minute to think about that. But um, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, like uh, these poor. It's it's like, why do you care so much? Is my question about I, a courthouse I, in Portland. Yeah, I'll tell you the, why I care so much. It's the same reason. Like like Oprah yesterday complaining about income inequality and how tough it is, you know, for Black oh, Americans right. to make it. Oprah's worth three billion dollars. She's the she's the one, a great American success story. 
do people like Oprah or LeBron James or the many uh, middle and upper class punks in Antifa ever stop and understand, stop and realize how good they got it? I mean, do you? Do you ever realize? You you do, I think. You appreciate this I, country. I, I absolutely. Uh, I appreciate my father's bank account. That's what I appreciate. <laughs> what, what would have happened if Oprah It's gone now up, after coronavirus anyway, so. You know, if Oprah grew up, I don't know, in, in China. In China, there are stores, there are malls where they do not let black people enter. And Oprah and, 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 and LeBron James and Colin Kaepernick, and I just hate the ingratitude. It is a great country with great opportunity as they show every day, prove every day. And yet they, you rarely hear them say that. You rarely hear them say. A good so what? Word. I mean, do you work for do you work for Nesson? You don't want any criticism of the home I, team. I mean, just because uh, you did love say it. that. I asked you this one day, and I, I still remember you couldn't you wouldn't answer. Is America the greatest country that God has ever created? Uh, I don't know. No, I, no. I will. Right now, it is not. No, I do not feel like we live in the greatest country oh, that God, God has ever created. Right now, Jerry, we have a society that can't function. So, no, I don't think you, you, this is a great you, country see, right now. Now, I'm going to get all the texts and the tweets saying, "Why do you put him on? He sucks." And I, why? Because these on... babies can't handle a little criticism <laughs> of the U.S. of A. I mean, again, What's, like, are they all? What, what is know? okay? What is the greatest country then, Alex? Tell me. What do you think? Of the uh, greatest? Germany's get, looking pretty good right Norway. now. Huh? Yeah, Norway's nice. Iceland is good place. <laughs> Live. I mean, anywhere where they can give health care to all of their citizens is a better place than us, especially Why? right now. We give health care to all our citizens. Don't you, do you even know what Medicaid is? Do you even know what it yeah, is? Yeah, right. But we still have millions of Americans who are uninsured. Well, if they're, poor, they, if they're poor, they can get on Medicaid. Well, That's then why are there for. millions who are uninsured? They just don't know how to sign up. I, I guess so. You, I don't know. I'll ask you. You're They're, they're your people. Why don't they sign up? Because I think it's a lot harder uh, than you Sorry, than you no. would think than you uh, would think. Yes, and 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 uh, I could think of lots of countries where you couldn't be you and 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 uh, be yourself unless you want to get thrown off a building. Right, but I'm not saying I want to move to you know the United Arab Emirates, but I would happily move to anywhere in the European Union, for example. I think would Did be you fine. See, there was uh, I, I forget her name. I'll look it up. A, a, a black woman yesterday made a big deal of leaving the country she doesn't want to raise her children uh black children in the u.s because of police brutality she's moving to mexico she's moving to mexico where the police are are owned and operate uh, are a wholly owned subsidiary of the yeah. cartels she's gonna that, well, that's, that's, that's great that's a much better place to raise children in juarez you know i, I mean, went missing in cancun once on a family vacation years ago and the police geez. didn't really care that i was gone my parents like i think reported it or something and they're like yeah he's out having fun he'll go but he'll go where were you where were you during this time oh okay here we go Uh oh uh oh alex is uh he's frozen off again i guess can't handle it uh but uh I, 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 I was going to ask. I was going to ask him. All things being equal, if he got the job, a job, the same job offer, and one was in the U.S. and one was, I don't know, let's just say it was in Paris or something like that, would he go to Paris over staying in the U.S. And let's just say his family and friends, or let's just like duplicate everything. All things being equal, does he leave? I wonder. Of course not, and none of them would. I mean, I don't even know if this woman, this woman, uh, I'm going to get her name, who said she's going to move to uh, Mexico to raise her family. 
She probably is not going. It's like all the celebrities who say, you know, if Trump gets elected, you know, uh, Alec Baldwin and these types, you know, Barbara Streisand, I'm leaving the country. They never actually do. Um, but I'm going to get the name of this this crazy woman and and ask the question: Where where else? Where, what's an ama- What's a better place than the U.S.? Alex doesn't know. I'm back. I have no idea what happened there. Was it? Was I thrown off? Was I censored? You think by social uh, of media? Of course companies? not. We would, of course not. We would never do that to you. You know, we would never do that to what do you. Anything happened? Um, and even say my story about getting lost in Cancun. And the yeah, didn't what, care. What? Um, uh, what happened to you? Where were you? What when they finally found you, or when you finally surfaced? Where were you? I was at a club in Cancun with a friend of mine and went missing. This is when I was first gay, so it was all so new first to me. Gay. This yeah, this was all so new to me. This world, yes. And I actually was kissing my friend in a club, and they threw us out. <laughs> so Cancun, and yet, and yet, you sit there and criticize this great country that lets you whatever dress up. Well, it depends it, on where you it, are. It, it depends on, with your it depends on, chaps on stilts in your pride parades. And I, don't, I, I couldn't walk on stilts. Very, I can't even walk in heels. Never mind stilts. <laughs> it's difficult. Yeah. Oh, could you get Tangway? Can we? Can we bring Tangway? lunatic. But so you, if Trump wins re-election, will you will you think about leaving? Will you think about packing up and leaving? As Colony just asked, if you could do the same job, uh, make the same money in Paris, would you move? Uh, see, here's my thing. The language barrier is always going to be a big obstacle. I don't speak any other language. Let's say you speak the language. You speak the language and you can duplicate your family. All things what about you London? Friends, everything. Yeah, I, I would actually consider it. I mean, you think this is a good country right now, Jerry? How's our economy yes. going with the, uh, yeah, with the well, virus? You think, what, it just hit us? I mean, it kind of is a worldwide crisis. No, but it's, it's way worse here than pretty much anywhere else except Russia and Brazil. Who rules that, those countries? I mean, I think it's worse here. I, 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 would you, do you think it's worse here than you know African countries or the Middle East? Do you think it's worse? Uh, here I don't know. Beirut? What about Beirut? Not, you think you'd I'm not, like I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing the U.S., the richest country in the world, to Lebanon. I'm comparing this to other Western countries that weren't nearly as affected by this, with terms of death and economic destruction. We're we're the worst in the world, well, the developed well, world. Uh, and right, and we're sitting here in Massachusetts, the worst state in the nation, run by a out-of-control tyrant who's crushed uh, small businesses, just crushed the life out of the private sector, and we have the oh, highest unemployment rate in America. What's crushed so the I life place, out, of, out of small business, Jerry? Is I would the place the blame the... on the governors and the mayors more than anything. I place the blame... Cuomo. I place the blame on all of our leaders. I mean, we had a lockdown in March and April and suffered all of the devastation of a lockdown, but we didn't get any of the benefits. We don't have a robust national testing plan. We don't have a robust national contact tracing plan. We do. Then how come it takes 14 days? Jerry, Jerry, how come it takes 14 days to get tests back in so many areas of the country? You You see how fast the NBA does it? Does right, 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 exactly, yeah, and baseball too. Oh, the baseball is delays as well. Before you get to, before you get to how you know, we just got to get rid of the evil orange man, and everything will be all better. Yeah, and I know how this works. We've seen it. These teachers' unions are refusing to go back to work because of Trump. You know, people, uh, governors and mayors are refusing to open up the economy because of Trump, because their guy is so freaking feeble. Have you seen, heard the latest? Joe Biden interview. He, I don't even know who the guy's interviewing. It's a black guy. Black guy asked Joe Biden about, you know, a cognitive test. Trump says he took a cognitive test 
and passed with flying and he's, colors. And he's so proud. He passed a dementia. He passed. He passed and he <laughs> knew the numbers. Nice. And he knew the things in order. You know, car, toaster, whatever it was. First man, woman, man, TV, he camera. Yeah, see, he did better than Alex Reamer. Who's he in did. His um, and, and so, obviously, the question is directed to Biden. Would you take it or have you taken it? And Biden uh, is, can we, I want to play the whole minute clip. This is a minute clip of Joe Biden after being asked a perfectly reasonable question by an African-American reporter. Have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? What do you say to President Trump who brags about his test and makes your mental state an issue for voters? Well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I, I, I know you're trying to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There can be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with him, you know, it, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, I am uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental my physical as well as my mental fitness. There you go. Uh, we know there's a little device he has when he says, I shouldn't say that. You know, I shouldn't I, I, I shouldn't say that. That means he forgot what he was going to say. That man needs to take that cognitive test. This is him still in his basement, still uh, everything controlled, choreographed. This is supposed to be a friendly interview. You can't defend that. That babbling, feeble old man who thinks, by the way, taking a drug test is standard procedure in most companies. So that guy probably did take a drug test and prove that he wasn't on cocaine when they hired him. Uh, not unreasonable, nor would it be unreasonable to want a man to take a cognitive test when he's running for the highest office in the land, the toughest, most stressful job in the world. That is the, what you just saw in that one minute, and nine second clip is the reason for everything. It's the reason Schools aren't opening. It's the reason businesses aren't opening. It's the reason. Why? What? 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 Biden's uh, mental you, lack of mental acuity is uh, all those things help Biden and Biden needs all the help he can get. The only chance. And I don't I don't care what the polls say. Trump's making a little comeback. It's pretty close. It doesn't matter what the polls say. If you're a Democrat invested in this man, you must do whatever it takes to get him elected. You just saw that clip. That man is going to go out on the stump and, and campaign. That man's going to debate. His wife went on with Dana Perino yesterday, which was kind of odd, went on Fox News yesterday and said, they're already, the debates are already set up. He's going to debate. That's, I know all his friends in the media, all the people at the New York Times, Washington Post are trying to uh, start this campaign where there will be no debates to protect them. That's all they care about. Again, it's the reason for everything. It's the reason for everything they write, everything they report okay. to get him, to help him over the finish line. Well, his wife slash handler slash uh, uh, marionette, she went on with Dana Perino and said they will debate. That man you just saw, you just heard Alex is going to debate for an hour and a half against Donald Trump. 
not a great debater, but certainly a a unpredictable guy in a debate. He's going to attack Biden. Biden is going to, I mean, the bar will be low, but he's going to uh, embarrass himself and it's going to be a tough sell. It's going to be. My only question tough. is, is Trump going to bring out his charts that show, you know, that U.S. U.S. is last in the world, which means we're first in the world. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, you know what? You're probably, you're probably right. It'll just be all this stuff about <laughs> testing and contact tracing, which nobody cares about. Right. Yeah. Nobody, you're, you're right. You're right. Nobody cares about curtailing the coronavirus because it hasn't affected us much. You're right. Nobody cares. Uh, well, uh, again, if it weren't for the governors, if it weren't for the ineptitude of, of Cuomo and Murphy and Baker in the Northeast, is the death tolls way down, correct? The death rate's way down. We know uh, that. No, I mean, it's... It it's, means it's, we're protecting the vulnerable. We have, Jerry, we have like a thousand deaths a day. I mean, that's a lot of death. Well, we're, we're protecting the vulnerable. We've learned how to do that. We've learned that from Florida and Texas. Yeah, and Florida's done I a really nice there aren't, job. There aren't as many seniors left. Do you really think Florida's okay. done a good job? I mean, done a good, absolutely. You really? want to go over the death rates? We'll go over it again. We'll yeah, go over it again. If you want. I know not- this is what this is just so tiresome. It really is. It's just so tiresome. Quick, as I look up, you know, the rates in the country, I want you to just list the top three things that Trump did wrong. I mean, I'll I'll do Cuomo after you okay, go. Okay, ignore his daily presidential briefing in January. They know it's about the coronavirus. He ignored it. Uh, that's not, not true. instituting one hundred percent untrue. That's, that is that absolutely false. What do you mean? It's absolutely false. Yeah, absolutely that, false. Again, ten days after the first case, he shut down flights from oh, China. Oh my god! Who? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god! Here, still, here we go again. Oh my god! Like, and there were still Alex. like ten thousand. And there were still like ten thousand people who got in after that. I mean, at least from China, yeah, U.S. You know, citizens. Like, you, you, and U.S. Right. citizens. Right. Well, you wanted still, to, you, you didn't still, want to allow U.S. citizens to return home. You're right. Next I didn't. Sense. No, but there's okay, still. Give me, but there's hey, still, give me number two. Give oh, me number two. Fuck for fuck's sake. I mean, they're still coming from China, which means they're, okay, they're still give me number two. Travel the first thing you said was absolutely every expert, false. every expert agrees that travel bans are kind of fruitless anyway. Uh what else did what? we say? What are you talking about? No, up- that's not what Fauci said. The your 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 guy, Fauci, he said it saved tens of thousands of lives. Okay, I to point to when he said that. Um, what else did we fail? When we had a lockdown for a couple weeks in March, we didn't set up any sort of federal testing program. We still have to wait 10, 14 days in so many areas of the country true. to get a test. Absolutely true. And the other big bungle is that we don't have nearly enough assistance to help people get through this economic depression. <laughs> we don't have enough assistance? I mean, no. well, people uh, didn't go to work because they were getting $600 from the from the tooth fairy every week that that didn't help our economy, GDP contract Jerry. We I spent, mean, we spent trillions in economic assistance, but anyway, yeah. and a lot um, of, and a lot of it went to Trump's buddies and small and, and, and with the PPP what? loans. We Yeah. Jerry. I mean, we had just, we had wall street. This is, there's never been a bigger transfer of wealth from quote unquote main street to wall street in the history of this country. This blows the 08 financial recession way out of the water. We did not get real relief to real people and real small business. Largely Massachusetts is, uh, one third the size of Florida. We have eighty six hundred deaths, I believe, uh, approaching six thousand yeah. in nursing yeah. homes. Yeah, Jerry, how many? Florida, other, how many, Florida how many which other? has Florida, which has three times the pop, more, more more than three times the population, and many many more seniors has seventy four hundred deaths, fewer than tiny little Massachusetts. New York thirty two thousand eight hundred huh. deaths. New Jersey fifteen thousand deaths, and uh, Texas seventy six hundred. Texas, which is, I believe is the third largest state, four times the size of Massachusetts, has fewer deaths. 
deaths are what matter. Uh, you can talk all day about cases. If a 19-year-old kid gets it, he's better in a week. That doesn't matter to me. I'm sorry. That's not important. Well, tell me how many deaths we've had in Massachusetts past like May 15th compared to Florida. They have more than us, Jerry. Again, you're talking about March and April where the Northeast was battered, but we got it relatively the Northeast speaking. was mismanaged. It wasn't just battered. Do you want to talk about Holyoke uh, seniors? Uh, oh, God. Uh, yeah, Jerry, I'm sorry. I'm so sick of oh, you God, using God. these soldiers. Okay, we're talking about mismanaging. Away. I mean, talking about nobody, mismanaging the nobody, crisis, correct? No, nobody uses the soldiers as, uh, you know, symbols more than you to point up I'm whatever using them. They, you They want. were killed. They, they died. I know veterans. that doesn't matter to you because they're veterans. I know that doesn't matter, but we're talking about mismanagement, and I'm telling yeah, you, terrible. the governors. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was terribly so said, Again, I asked for three things, Trump and, and I the told task you. force, Penn State and, wrong, you and you've got nothing. I, you've I got told nothing. you, Perry, that we ignored this in January. We didn't set up any sort of federal testing program. stop. Stop right there. Stop right there. What month did he shut down flights from China? What month was that? Like January 30th. Correct. That yeah. was January 31st. Okay, the next well, day. Well, that, well that Jerry, Jerry, and at the end of February, Dr. Nancy Messonnier was a top official at the CDC, said we should ex- 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 expect extreme disruptions to our dairy lives, and she was benched after that. Trump said in February this would go away. We'll have literally zero cases. Like the okay, week again, before that's everything. Sad. Jerry, I Jerry, asked you what he Jerry, did, and you got nothing. Didn't all you do? All you do is talk about seriously. what he said, what he tweeted, said, tweeted. When I ask you what he did, you got nothing. You got nothing. He shuts down the flights, and the next day, Biden calls him a racist and a xenophobe. Your brain has turned to mush. You used to be a great radio host. It's quite sad. You're ranting and raving like an Alzheimer's patient in your in your in your bunker in Maine. I mean, Jerry, you I'm cannot ranting and raving like what? Like an Alzheimer's patient. I mean, you can't an tell me like an yeah. all-time great. Yes, you're an all-time great lunatic, is what you uh, are. All-time great. I, mean, I got you. Because the issue is, Jerry. <sighs> We have nearly 160,000 deaths in America. Why did it hit us way worse than every other country? Because we didn't have a testing plan. We didn't take it seriously. We never really instituted it. The governors did not take it seriously. You are correct. The governors, like Cuomo, like Murphy, put coronavirus positive patients in nursing homes and wiped out nursing homes. That's 32,000 of your 160 were in New York, correct? At least 6,000 were killed by Cuomo. Your guy, your guy, who's still I really a, like Well, well, Democrats do. They love him. He'll get reelected. Oh, yeah, well, I'm not really a know, Democrat. Still be a, a rumored uh, presidential candidate somehow. Uh, no, I don't like Cuomo. I mean, Cuomo the thirty-two thousand dead. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, Cuomo put in cuts to Medicare and Medicaid during this. So, no, I'm not a fan of Cuomo at all. I don't know why you say that. Uh, because Democrats are. That's why. Well, I'm not a fan of him. Well, good for you. You're coming around. You're coming around. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, the death rate for Trump, for Florida has trended upwards the last couple months. Well, it's plummeted in the Northeast. They're getting hit way harder now. I mean, yes, it was it was terrible here in March and April, and cases are slightly rising again here. But I mean, you're like out of date again. Your your info on the coronavirus. You stopped like March third, taking an info. I just gave like you all the numbers up to date today, up to today. Okay? Yeah, well, give me the death total since June one. I mean, Florida, okay, why don't Texas, you do that? Arizona, you way make more. Case. Why don't you do well, that? Well, because I, I pay attention to the news and know that cases have been rising Georgia, exponentially Georgia, there for two, three months. Thirty nine hundred dead again. Massachusetts, eighty six hundred. Georgia, which was the first state to open up, the governor was. Uh, they, they were accused of a. Experiment in human sacrifice by the New York Times. It I mean, Jerry. Experiment in human sacrifice. They have fewer than half the deaths of Massachusetts, little Massachusetts. But anyway, you know, I mean, we'll Jerry, la- I mean, because, I mean last because, week, Florida had its testing. highest. 
I mean, last week, Florida had its highest death rate ever of 120 COVID deaths. We don't have that in those numbers in Massachusetts right now. Daily deaths. We're not in the, we're not in the, we're not in the triple figures. We have, you know, we have. Well, I mean, Jay, because they're going, because they're going through it. I I look forward to, I I look forward to this because the case, you know, you're making, obviously it's irrational and mostly inaccurate, but it's at least, you know, you're putting a couple sentences together. Talking about Alzheimer's patients. Yeah. All I don't think I don't think your candidate could do that. I don't think Joe Biden. And it is I every day I look at him, I just watched that video this morning. I said, Thank God that you nominated an absolutely feeble old man in the throes of dementia. Because if this were a reasonably articulate, lucid candidate, even a you know, Buttigieg or Klobuchar, even Warren, who I despise. And they would be on TV every day. They'd be surrounded, obviously, by friendly media, but they wouldn't be in a bunker. They wouldn't have their wife controlling them. They would be making a passionate, somewhat articulate case against the president, and the media would be cheering them on. They can't do that now. They can't even try fake it now. They know he's so uh, just over his head. I mean, just so over the hill that they can't. That, that the campaign now is we should have no debates. He should stay in the bunker. He should say nothing. That's the strategy of the guy that wants to run you know, the country. It's, it gives us hope. It gives the people who still believe in this country, who still love this country, hope that we will indeed defeat you know, Antifa. We'll, we'll de- defeat um, Omar and uh, Presley and uh, AOC and Bernie. All the radicals are there hoping, praying that they can carry Biden over the finish line. But let's just hope if you love this country, if you if you if you want to keep it, this country, that just hope that he continues to stumble and bumble until November 3rd or, you know, he comes and completely self-destructs in the debates. And I don't see anybody, maybe you do, on his uh, VP list who's going to be able to uh, save him. Do you save him? He's leading in every state. What do you mean save him? Well, I just explained to you, Alex, that lead can't, that's not going to last if he dares debate, if he goes out in the. So when we have another. So when we just heard from you think that guy can win on his own, can win on November 3rd. Yeah, he is now. I mean, I mean, you don't need to do much as Biden is showing us by just sitting in his basement while we have, again, the worst coronavirus response in the developed world. And we're totally ravaged. I mean, our unemployment rate, 13 percent. I mean, what's going to happen in the fall when we have an even greater resurgence of this virus? We still have no plan. We have a president who refuses to acknowledge it's happening. We don't we don't have we don't have an extension enhance unemployment benefits good, good. we don't we don't have a we don't have a moratorium on evictions so we have a mass homeless crisis we have even greater economic crisis the virus is still out of control i think that a cardboard box could probably beat trump in november we, if this uh, continues uh, unless of course unless of course there's a lot of cheating which there probably will be and then you know that's how trump well, wins. that's true you you guys you guys are already vote. cheating you're to me already how cheating. Come, so how come trump is so anti mail and voting that's his big thing for months even though it's the same as absentee voting but fine he's anti mail and voting but then, but then how come he yesterday tweets out that far Floridians should do mail-in voting. So I don't understand. They know how to do it. Oh, I mean, you know, you know, you know, you know, this is just another uh, uh, stunt. This is another way to uh, cheat. That's why you're doing it. That's why Democrats are doing it in Nevada right now. You know that. I mean, you won't admit it, but if you were going to be honest, you'd say, yes, it is a way 
How is mail-in voting cheap. different than absentee voting? It's a th- you, you, How? Do you really not know? Do you really I, I not know? You have to request. Thing. Jerry, I, I've done both. I've done absentee voting. And what happens is you request a ballot. You fill out an Correct. application like mail-in voting. I got you a ballot one? mailed to me the other week. Uh, an application rather mailed to me the other week. And you fill it out and they send you a ballot that you mail back in. It's the same as absentee voting. It is not. It is How? not. You get one. Okay. Do you want me to answer or not? Okay. I, I, you, you really drive me nuts today. I don't know why. You're always, you're, you're, you're an idiot every time. I, and sometimes you entertain me. Today, you drive me nuts. Do you want me to answer or not? You know it's, see, here's what drives me nuts. I admit. You're lying. You're lying right now. You know there's a difference. You know why they're, you know why they're pushing this mail-in ballot yeah, thing. Because we have a you pandemic. You know, okay, so you can have 100,000 people march in the street uh, because of George Floyd, but you can't go to a polling place. You can go to Target and Home Depot and Whole Foods, but you can't go to the polling place and vote. Is, do well, I have no, that no, right? But Jerry, not everybody. <laughs> Voting do I have is that not right? Jerry, you, you want to shut down the Jerry, stores because Jerry, we have a you pandemic. You can choose to not go to a George Floyd protest. You can choose to not go to Target or Home Depot. If you're an American citizen, you should be able to vote safely. That's okay. the difference. Again, again, you can. You know that. You're totally right. aware I of that. You can social distance, wear your mask, and vote. Uh, everybody well, I'm knows not that. I'm going to the polls because I'm 27, healthy, and in great fucking shape. But most of our country, like more than 40% of eh, people, are eh. obese. I'll take off my shirt right now. I've never had <laughs> well, a better. Good. Sleep. You know what? I'm. I think we should change the rules. I don't want obese people voting. I don't want them voting. Great. You know, Democrats would win. Fine. Uh, no, no. All obese people are all Democrats. They're all, They're all Republicans. They're ass. all old and uh, obese. And I don't want Gerald Nadler that voting. That's, the my, that's, that's my, my, uh, I don't want Trump voting. There you go. <laughs> he's one together. pound. He's one pound short of being obese. One pound. Uh, let's not go overboard. Um, did Have you, you put s- absentee before, though? You yes, know? yes. When I was in yeah, college, so you, so you request, you request a ballot. They don't right. send a bunch of ballots to your house. They and don't say, fill them out, and then some guy Jerry, comes through the Jerry, na- they neighborhood and picks ballots. them up. Jerry, they send applications for ballots first. I got an uh, application for a mail-in ballot. Did you? Uh, I I did, and I threw it away. Okay, so you, okay, so they mailed you an application that you then fill out, and then after that, you get your ballot. Okay, and you know what else you do? You get them for the whole house, the whole apartment. You get them for dead people. You get them for people who right. don't want to vote. Like absentee and you fill them out, right. and you like, take a whole bundle of them, and you fill it out for Joe Biden and uh, and Kamala Harris, and you send it in, and they don't check, and God knows. Uh, that that's exactly what the Democrats want. That what is that's what the plan is, and you know it. I'd say it with me now. Say it with me. Sports are back. We've been waiting for this day since March, and now that it's here, I've got one thing on my mind. My bookie. My bookie's a home run. It's a slam dunk. It's triple overtime. A game-winning shot, all wrapped up in a one. I love it. You'll love it, and that should be all you need to hear in order to start betting today. My bookie has up-to-minute odds on all your favorite teams. And with Major League Baseball just getting underway, there's never been a better time to start playing. With my bookie, it's easy. You bet, you win, they pay. Are you feeling good about your team's chances this year? Be sure to check out my bookie's World Series future bets. Nothing shows you believe in your squad like betting on them this early in the season. But why stop with baseball? Smart bettors are always looking towards the future and in this case, that means basketball, hockey, football. My bookie 
is already accepting bets on all your favorite NBA, NHL, and NFL games. There's never been a better time to start exploring the world of online sports betting. Join today, and my bookie will match your deposit 100%. Plus, they'll toss you a free $10 MLB future wager. All you got to do is enter promo code Callahan when signing up. Remember, at my bookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Do you know I want to be? I'm into bass. You're into what? I, Karen Bass. <laughs> I thought you said baths. I am. Um, well, I like Karen that. Bass. I'm. I'm hoping she's my new favorite. I'm hoping. I, I, I've, all along, I've been hoping for Liz Warren just because I want to see her lose again. I'm really not sure what the rationale would be for picking Liz Warren, who came in third in her home state, a state that Biden will win easily. So what's the point? Of course, Karen Bass and Kamala Harris are from California. I don't know what the point of that is. You're going to win that easily, too. But, God, that would be great. And I agree. You're a radical. You're a socialist. You're a Bernie bro. She's she's to the left of Bernie Sanders. She's, you know, as we know, <clears throat> she loved Fidel Castro. She loves uh, you know the, the Cuban the Cuban Revolution. That ought to go over big in Florida. Someone I heard one analyst say he's already lost Florida just by considering Karen Bass. I'm so sick of that. I mean, that is talk about an, an, an irrelevant issue in 2020. I mean, her feelings on Cuba from 30 years ago or whatever. Like, I mean, who cares? It wasn't 30 years ago. It was four years ago, but I don't want to. It was not four years. Oh, the, Cat, four years the Castro statement. I know. It was a nice Correct. statement four about ago, Fidel Castro. He yeah. was great well, for the Cuban people, and it was well, a great I mean, loss. Well, he did provide health care to everybody. Oh, shut up. Covered. Um, it's Biden, Bass, get some ass. That is the, the slogan. <laughs> and, and we're ready for it. Oh, perfect. What is it? Biden, Bass, get some mask? Yeah, get some ass. Get a mask. There you go. Oh, get no, a mask. Get a mask. No, get no, a, get some ass. Pence would eat her alive in a debate. I'm sorry. but uh, Really? That uh, yes. robot? No, Mike Pence has negative charisma. No, he's a good debater. He's yeah. smart. Yeah. And, I don't think he's that smart. But who cares? That'll be only be one, stare in his eyes. That'll be one debate. I think he's boxed himself in. It has to be a black woman. The list is short. Um, it has to be someone that you can envision as president as early as, I don't know, end of January. February. Susie Rice. <laughs> Feb February. Oh, that would be great, too. Susie Rice would be so great. She's got a, such a track record of lying, including her last day in uh, in the Obama administration with that email, that self-serving email, the Benghazi, just to see her five different TV performances on the day she was lying about Benghazi. She is a world-class liar, and they would just, you would see every video of every lie she's ever told. That'd be great. It'd also be Obama's choice, and Obama would work hard, campaign hard for Biden if he cho chose Susan Rice, but it'd be great. I, again, I don't see anybody that's really going to help him uh, save him, because he needs saving. We just heard his latest interview this morning. He's getting worse. As, no, uh, come on, come on as Dan, Dan, Dan Bongino reported, he has a source in the Biden camp who said oh, they're sure. really worried he is in decline. I'm as sure. old how could Dan Bongino have a source in the Biden camp? Uh, uh, I'll tell you how. He's a former Secret Service agent. That's how. And uh, okay. he knows what he's talking about. As I've told you and others many times, I've seen dementia, dementia patients. And there's one thing I know is they do not improve. It is a steady decline until it is and until it's all over and he is in decline. And all he has to do in the next three months is convinced 
people that he's fit to lead the world. It's not possible. It is just not possible, Alex. But we'll I'd, keep like say, I'd like to see him with that Axios dude, to be honest with you, because that was kind of at least it was a like that yeah. guy asked follow ups in the moment, which you don't typically see. You you know, it's just ask a question. They go know, on the right? rant and ask the next. That was at least whether you like the interview or not. That was at least a collaborative conversation. I would love to see Biden in that same scenario. I, I'm telling you, I don't know why Trump did it. It was adversarial. The guy was good and prepared. And yeah, and he made Trump, Trump look like a fool. He did. And he would make Biden look worse. And by the way, Chris Wallace is checking every day to see when Biden's going to come on with him. Trump went on with Chris Wallace, who hates him. And he survived. And Trump does these interviews, even though they're not don't appear to be helping him just to make the case, make the point that he's not afraid, that he's mm-hmm. not hiding, that he's accessible. And and Biden is not. He's just trying to distinction. I don't know if it's that well thought out. I think he just likes to be on TV. That's part of it. No, <laughs> I think that's here's really what he bad. likes, Alex. Here's what he likes is to prove, to show that he's not afraid. Look at me. You're right. He likes to be on TV. But um, you know how you you look at Trump like in the Axios interview and it's kind of uncomfortable and it didn't do wasn't great. But then you compare it to Biden's interview with this guy this morning and he's, he's better than it. But I also compare Trump to other people. And I sit there and I go, can he let Kaylee McEnany do this? Can he just let her do this? Because she's so much better on the stump or on her you know, on her feet than he is. Um, but I guess he wants to show that he's still got it. You know, he brags about his mental acuity, which is another thing that uh, he has all over Joe Biden. He, my, my, Joe, my, Biden, Joe Biden was saying yesterday to Dana Perino, he goes, they're almost the same age, like, they're three, three and a half years difference. That's a long time when your mind is going. Three and a half, four years, that's a long time. There is a big difference. Maybe when Trump is 78, he will be as confused as Biden is. Maybe well, maybe that's coming. It's not there yet. My advice to Biden would be short and sweet. Just short and sweet. If you go back to that clip we played, the first 30 seconds were pretty good. And then he should have just stopped talking. He just rambles on and on and on and he has nothing to say. So it's just, it's a disaster. Short and sweet for Biden, 30 seconds or less. Boom. You know, they, we, we were talking yesterday about the ratings of sports and I know you track this stuff. MLB and NBA are way down. Part of it is politics. I, I firmly believe that, especially in the NBA, people are sick of it. Um, you know, sick of everything, kneeling t-shirts, black lives matter on the court and the statements. They're just like, uh, enough. Charlie, Charlie Kirk is not, is not uh, watching. <laughs> well, I'm not either. Are you, I have to, I have to stay sharp for CBS sports radio. Oh, that's right. Um, the Rockets but, beat the bucks the other night. It was uh, a uh, good and, game. And the highest rated, uh, sports, uh, last weekend was golf because they're not taking knees and, you know, uh, uh, raising their fists and wearing these t-shirts and putting slogans on their shirts. Um, and it'll happen again this week, by the way, there's a major, there's PGA. It's the, not the best major, but there's a major golf will beat baseball and basketball again this weekend. Football is a whole other story. They can get as political as they want and they will. But in and fairness, people are canceling, can, people are canceling cable. at such a crazy clip right now. And all the sports are on cable channels in fairness. Uh, yeah, I mean, all, all the NBA games are on cable. Is that true? TNT, all TNT. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, most mostly on cable. So, I mean, but I mean, and and, and that it, it is interesting. I mean, because baseball. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself. 
How rogue are you gonna go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Well, opening night actually had a very strong number and they've been going yep. down. And then after that, <laughs> off the cliff. And NBA oh. too had a good weekend. But I mean, I think a lot of it too is is people just, it feels very childish to be watching sports right now with virtual fans and cardboard cutouts with everything going on, right? I mean, how can you, like, don't you wonder, like, with everything going on in the world, how can you be locked into you know, the Bucks benching Giannis and Chris Middleton yesterday. That's a good question. Like, and uh, Portnoy right. tweeted that out and uh, everybody right, it said it just feels like preseason or it feels contrived. I don't even know the rules. Like they're talking about teams getting eliminated. And I say eliminated. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I told I, <laughs> I told a story the other day, Reamer, that I played golf uh, last week. And a guy I don't know, a friend of mine I was playing with, he says, I'll bring someone else. And he brought up. NHL, an active NHL player. And I meet him. I'm how you doing? I go, shouldn't you be playing? He's like, no, we didn't make it. And I go, make what? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. I thought they all got into this tournament, but no, half half the teams were already eliminated. And I'm like, well, good. Who is the player? Are you allowed to reveal? His name is Joachim Ryan. He's LA King. Yeah. Uh, Sister, the famous Phoebe Ryan, a uh, really good singer. Really? I didn't even yeah. know that. He was very yeah. humble, quiet kid, nice guy, uh, 27-year-old D-man. But um, I was like, sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know you you weren't playing. And I feel the same way when I see that some teams are in the second round, the loser's bracket. And I'm like, I don't even know how this works Of you know, from sport to sport, which is part of the problem. You have to figure it out first. And, and then the other problem is no fans, no no energy, no intensity. So that hurts. But I do think, and I've been saying it for weeks, that the NBA is taking it too far with the politics and people, lots of people. I'm not saying me. You know, I, I, I go to sports for an escape. But a lot of people like, screw these guys. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear LeBron talk about Breonna Taylor, even if his even if his message is sincere. I'm like, I don't want to hear it right now. I don't know about that. Well, Bre- well, Bre- well, LeBron talks about Breonna Taylor in, in the post game. He doesn't do it during the game really you know he's not talking about while he's dribbling down court yeah wow. i mean he's not <laughs> well, that, well that's what i mean nba I ratings I, I have it right here nba ratings have been on a decline they've declined 12 percent since the start of 2018 2019 and obviously the league was political then but i mean i think that's very convenient ratings were declining before uh you know the george floyd protests it's just a continuation right of the and, trend but you know but we'll see what happens with football i think football will will Football is going to save the world. That's what they're going to do. I mean, uh, we know lots of guys are opting out. We know there's going to be lots of changes in the rules and weird masks and, you know, fans won't be here. But I still think football will change everything. It'll feel normal. It'll be fall. It'll be football. 
And unless, you know, Tom Brady gets the virus and keels over and dies, then you might have an issue. Then, the, yeah. Well, he, he takes his elderberries. That'll never happen to him. Don't worry. He's got the best immune system. He's, he's taking yeah. immunity boosters. I mean, the thing about the football is it's uh, it, it's going to look very weird with no fans. Football might suffer the worst from the, the lack of fans. We have to do a lot of virtual no, stuff. No, I disagree. Football is a TV show more than anything. You know, they, they yeah, and part of the show is the packed stadium with like 60,000 people. And but they will have some fans. They'll have twelve, fourteen, sixteen thousand, whatever. I don't know why well, baseball doesn't do that. Why doesn't baseball have some fans? They're not allowed to in Massachusetts. You still can't have a gathering of like twenty five people, right? Or, what, if, what if they all said they're there for George Floyd? Then Couldn't you can do? go right with it. Well, well, there's a Black Lives Matter belt board right outside Fenway, overlooking the bikes. Oh, so I really hadn't noticed. That. Yeah, so you See, can. I think you were onto something before we started talking about sports. Is that the Biden? I mean, the Biden Trump thing and and just the whole polarization of the country right now feels almost like it replaces sports you know it's got intensity and competition and i find it much more interesting than the, you know the major league the start of the mlb season you know what i mean it just feels like you know we, we're you know i'm on one team you're on the other and we're going at it man this we is, have been going at it this is but a it, contact sport and it I'm, is i'm enjoying it High risk. Well, I mean, exactly. And that's, it just seems very small-minded right now with everything going on to be locked in on these fake tournaments that are going to be played in front of nobody. It, as Portnoy said, it feels like the preseason, you know? And and I, and I don't know. I wonder – I guess football is different because it always is different and the NFL is such an event. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be in the throes of the election. Uh, I don't know. It might not be as – it might not – the NFL might struggle – Ratings wise, relatively speaking, as well. I mean, in, 2016, I mean in, tw- in 2016, they did before the uh, Clinton Trump election. I'll be into football and I'll be into golf because uh, we said this many times. It'll be like a major every week. It'll be good. I'm not sure if basketball or baseball is going to capture my attention. God knows in Boston, the uh, the baseball team stinks, which really, you know, breaks my heart. I know it's it so bad, but uh Brett, Boston teams are three and twelve since sports restarted, Jerry. So here's wow. the question I would like to ask: Is the period of championships <laughs> over in Boston sports? What do you think? Period of championships are uh, yeah, our, our great I mean, success here. Don't the Bruins have a chance to win the championship? I mean, great I mean, well, Dave Pasternak, let's go. I mean, what's going on here? They got to turn it up. I mean, it's only been yeah. one game, Alex. We can't overreact to one game. I don't <laughs> know about that. They should be ready. I think they're gonna. I think they're going to win the championship. And then the Patriots, Cam Newton, who knows? They're they're going to win their division. I'll say that. They're going to win their division. What happens when a coach like Andy Reid tests positive? <laughs> think Andy Reid's high risk for coronavirus? I think Andy Reid is high risk. And then what? The whole country's waiting to see, is Andy Reid going to survive? Is he on a ventilator? Is he been intubated? I mean, that will be wild. The season would stop if Andy Reid or the coach went to the hospital or, you know, God forbid, uh, suffered intense. The season stop- would stop in the whole league? I think so. How could they keep playing? Easy. You keep playing if you got the flu, right? You'd keep playing. Then, if you got- well, what if Andy Reid is on a ventilator in the ICU and it's touch and go? I don't know. It's that that's a really if, if sports are ending, if somebody passes away from them playing sports. I mean, there's no way that they can continue if that happens. No uh, way. It'll be, it'll be wild. It's going to, you know what? Things are going to get even wilder because 
uh, let's be honest, you people, you people, these you Trump haters, you got some more stuff up your sleeve. You know, we've gone through the Russian hoax and the Kavanaugh thing and the Ukraine thing and, uh, you know, Stormy Daniels. You got some more tricks up your sleeve. And the next three months, we're going to see it. I don't know what it's going to be, but there's going to be something. Maybe it'll involve Jeffrey Epstein. And Jis Lane Maxwell. Well, I mean, I wish her well. Why wouldn't I wish her well? I, I wish everybody well. Can you I wish please? Her well. What is can, what now? What now? What do you think is the motivation behind that? Because there are two theories that a, that Trump that that Ghislaine Maxwell has something on Trump, just like Roger Stone and Paul Manafort did. So Trump is setting the table to eventually maybe pardon her, commute her sentence if he gets another term, or. Is Trump just a buffoon and is like, this woman was nice to me and anyone who's nice to me, I wish well. Like, I, I think B is more likely. I, I mean, agree. I don't know if he's a buffoon. He's just, his instinct is to say, yeah, I wish, if he doesn't know enough about the, uh, about the person to just say, yeah, I wish him well. He couldn't do it for John Lewis, but he did it for Gislaine Maxwell. <laughs> was it John Lewis? The John Lewis answer was so bad. And I defended him every day for not going to the funeral and not going to the memorial. Uh, he shouldn't have. They hated each other. But it was such an easy answer. You say he was a great civil rights leader. He did amazing things in the 60s. But after that, he was a terrible congressman. I disagreed with him on everything, period. You move on. I wish him well. I wish his family well. To sit there and say, was he an impressive person? He goes, I don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> I know I know a lot of impressive people. I know a lot of not impressive people. That's it, it was such a bad answer. But that's what he does sometimes. It's all about his personal grievance with that person and i guess he doesn't have a grievance with uh jizz lane at least not yet see i think he's looking forward to her spilling the beans because i don't think he'll get implicated but i do think you know that we're gonna bill clinton's already been implicated I, you gotta look hard to find that in the news that a former president's been implicated in a pedophile ring and so will prince phil uh prince andrew and so uh, Dave is praying every night. He gets on his knees and he prays every night that Dershowitz will get swept up in it with the rest of these. Oh, I think Dershowitz has geriatric scumbags. What's uh, he? He looks. He looks really good. That he then negotiated the immunity deal to hide the co-conspirators with him himself being a co-conspirator. Right. Like, that's, just, uh, that's who, who out there is on team Alan Dershowitz just in general? Like, why is he fighting back? He should just disappear because everybody hates him on both sides of the aisle. So just he get can the hell never out of disappear. He's 80 years old and he can't be on. T- I mean, he's somebody he's texted on. me that Alan Dershowitz was on Tucker the other night. Did did Tucker have him on Even Tucker? I don't think so. uh, maybe maybe it was uh, I missed it, but he's he'll be on. You know, Newsmax, you know, he'll be on like you. Blaze TV. He'll go on anything. He'll come on here. If you lie to him about why I want to interview him, you could get him on. I, we can ambush him. But I want he, you and Alan Dershowitz to have your own Newsmax show. I could do that. We agree on in a lot of Trump stuff. So, uh, well, yeah, right. I mean, he was leading the impeachment uh, proceeding. Or he was part of the impeachment team not too long ago. But, but as his claim was that he just went to the Epstein Mansion for a massage. Epstein yeah. Mansion where the walls were adorned by pictures of young girls naked. Sure. <laughs> sure. They had I mean, a picture. Did, they, did you hear in this New, New Mexico mansion, they had a picture of Ghislaine naked right. over the pool with her legs spread. There's so a photo. Perfect. I mean, a, a big picture of that. Of, yeah, of public. And you know who was at the New Mexico mansion? Hillary. Not just Bill. Hillary. Went, oh, she really? was? I didn't know yeah. this. Where? When? Uh, I don't know the date, but, uh, hmm. you know, she's so pathetic. I don't even I don't even want to I, I don't think she was, you know, having sex with children. He was. 
She wasn't. Well, well he was, he was, there. What's the big he was deal? There. Former president, icon in the Democrat Party, was having sex with young children. What's the big deal? Well, you know I mean, mean, hold on. In 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 our president, in the great great man, Baroness, uh, the brief did not say that he was having sex. Just that he was on a private island, Jerry. He was enjoying a nice tropical getaway. You know? Oh, sure. Yeah, he just. Yeah. I think he was there to play volleyball. That's what he was there to play oh, he was. to play to play spike ball on the beach with you know thirteen year old girls. That's what he was there for. Oh my oh. god. I mean, Bill Richardson. I want to hear more about Bill Richardson's involvement. Too. I know, he's disgusting, too, by the way. I bet you he spent some time at the New Mexico ranch, uh, Bill Richardson. But I'm with you. I, OK, I got a couple couple things to get to um, the latest cancel cancel culture and the dumbest apology I've I think I've ever heard from uh, from actor Ryan Reynolds. We'll get to that after I tell you about uh, Shea Concrete. This is for you homeowners and home builders. You know about Shea. They got the huge, they got this, the best selection of precast concrete steps in the business. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old stair in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Speaking of values, the value of a home would go through the roof if you added this uh, little feature. Steps, precast concrete steps, or you can customize with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance to your home. In most cases, they can remove your old stairs, which is not an easy thing to do. Those suckers are heavy. And have you walking up your new front steps within hours. You can sit inside, crank the AC, look out the window, and watch the great people at Shea do this for your home. And when they're done, your home will, be, will look better and be worth more. Learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, maybe you can look for a job. They're always hiring. They have four state-of-the-art facilities around New England. All of them looking for people, good people, always looking for CDL drivers. You can uh, see what openings they have. See if it might be a good fit for you at SheaConcrete.com. Or you can just send your resume to jobs at SheaConcrete.com. All right. Um I want to get to a couple things, you know, before Alex goes back to doing one of his 27 other jobs. What are you working on today? Anything good? Media? Well, today, today's a big today's a big day, Jerry. I'm going to a census onboarding course. A what? U- a U.S. census. I'm going to do the census for a few hours a week. Do it? What does do it mean? Go I'm going to. Yeah, you knock on the doors. Hello. You haven't You're responded. Kidding. Yes, it pays well. Why oh. not? <laughs> that's why i showered today hardest working commie i know amazing well i gotta I'm gotta good. make the money somehow i can't yeah, remind you know the old man handout is no more so people actually have to go back to work i this never got a- the handout i was working during all this, this. great news for restaurant owners and gym owners and small business owners the people pavers and concrete people because people who were given incentive it's not their fault they were given incentive by the government to stay home are now ready to go back to work this is good for the country, bad for Democrats, so they're trying to keep just the in time, just in time for the gyms to close again in a couple of weeks in no Massachusetts. Kidding. So, no but um, um, two things: one, a uh, film festival in Oregon. <laughs> you can't, you can't make this up. Canceled one of the movies that was going to be presented. I believe it was a drive-in film festival, which is what you have to do. They canceled Kindergarten Cop, not because it's a terrible movie. But because it presented a police officer in a school, the police officer was Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was undercover as like a kindergarten teacher. And they canceled it because they don't want to show cops in schools. God, we need more of this, Alex, because 
people on your side have just lost their minds canceling kindergarten cop. It's a <laughs> very important issue. That's the latest. But here's my favorite story of the day. And I tweeted about it because it is, uh, I don't know if you call it like a new trend, but it's got, it's kind of started something. And uh, I'll, I'll explain. Ryan Reynolds, who's married to Blake Lively. Ryan Reynolds is the Deadpool guy, an actor, yeah. a, a good, a good, you know, liberal, good moon bat. And Blake Lively, same thing. In 2002, they got married. Eight years ago, they got married at a place called Boone Hall in South Carolina. An idyllic scenery, according to the Daily Wire story I'm reading. But, and no one thought anything of it initially. It was like, yeah, that's nice. Well, years later, he realized, I guess, or, you know, he thought about it and realized it used to be a plantation with slaves, uh, you know, 150, yeah. 200 years ago the place he got married. So he, he offered this unbelievable apology um, where he just said, getting married there was a giant effing mistake. It's something we'll always be, we'll always be deeply and unreservedly sorry for. It's impossible to reconcile. Right. <laughs> uh, years ago, we got married again at, uh, at home but shame works in weird ways. A giant effing mistake like that can either cause you to shut down or it can reframe things and move you into action. It doesn't mean you won't fuck up again, but repatterning, this guy makes up words, repatterning and challenging lifelong social conditioning, conditioning is a job that doesn't end. He said to a uh, fast company magazine, Fast Company. How many people read Fast Company? He'd have more. He'd so reach random, more people yeah. go, you know, going on, you know, talking to you at Forbes.com than he does at Fast Thank Company. You. He should. But think of the the um, the whole new the possibilities here. As I did yesterday, I tweeted this out. I had lunch recently uh, in Salem, Mass, and for that, I, I you know I met my friend. We had lunch. I deeply apologize to anybody whose ancestors were witches and were burned at the stake or hanged in Salem 500 years ago. Do you have anything anything you'd like to apologize for, Reamer? I have no apologies. No regrets, no apologies. Um, Yeah. Well, what if you find out that, like in P-Town, once upon a time, that, you know, some settler killed an Indian? You're going to apologize for going to P-Town? Never. No. It's homophobic to make me apologize. I want to apologize for for, uh, living in Charlestown because, you know, there was a Bunker Hill... uh, the Battle of Bunker Hill and and the good guys lost. Well, I mean, as as Blake's as 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 Ryan Reynolds says, uh, you know, they saw at the time a wedding venue on Pinterest, and then afterwards they saw a place built upon devastating tragedy. They didn't know what a plantation uh, was what? before it's endorsing slavery. Are you really going to defend this apology? Are you? No, really- I'm saying I'm saying he didn't know what a plantation was before George Floyd was oh, killed. Well, it's, it's, it's not a plantation anymore. I'm kidding. I mean, how could he not know what a plantation was before? I mean, like, like he didn't understand in 2012, Ryan Reynolds or Blake Lavin didn't understand a plantation. Oh, yeah, black people used to be enslaved here. They didn't understand that. I mean, me personally, I would not have my wedding at a plantation. I think it'd be weird and creepy. Um, and I've been to a plantation. It sucked. Have you toured any plantations? Yes, yes, yeah, they, they're boring. I mean, they, they whitewash history. They talk about the architecture of the place. I'm like, oh, didn't anything else noteworthy happen here? Or was it just, you know, the new you curtains in the kitchen? Place Like, um, I don't know, say you were getting married in Old North Church. You know, I'm sure they used to not allow 
black people in there. I guarantee you, they didn't allow gay marriages in there, Alex. Why well, wouldn't get married in a church? Okay, it's just an example. It's just an example. We now have to explore our past and ask if anything we've ever done, we did at a place that used to do bad things. You know, no, but, like, no, I agree. But 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 to me, getting married at a plantation is weird. Why would you want? I I would I would not want to celebrate. Venue. It has nothing to do with what. There are other, but there are years. other beautiful venues. I mean, okay, give me one. Give me another beautiful venue. Uh, you get married on the Charles here in Boston. I mean, I don't know. There are tons of beautiful venues in this country. You can go to a plant place besides a plantation for a nice. How about, I got one very historic Faneuil Hall. What do you think of that? Uh, no, no. Mr. Well, Faneuil a- was a slave trader. So well, they took if- down a statue there, right? Wasn't there a statue you were angry about that was being taken down in Faneuil Hall? Faneuil Hall that was in Park Square, and that was Abe Lincoln with right. a freed slave, a statue paid for by freed slaves. But that's, uh, you know, that caused some hurt feelings. So uh, we could get married. You could get married there. Get married to Faneuil Hall. Oh, get married by the snow. You can't get married to the Lincoln statue. Lincoln, uh, I don't know what he did. Why are we canceling Lincoln? Uh, Right. Well, that's good reason enough, is it not? I don't know. It just seems it would would open up a whole new world of possibilities. You have to reexamine. Um, I got married in a Catholic church. I apologize for that to you because Catholic churches uh, don't do gay marriages. They've, Would you get married in a Catholic church now, knowing what you know? Uh, probably not. Uh, it's a really? long. I don't think we have time to explore that. Oh yes, I know. Yes, you have. One day we're going to get that story. Yes, the funeral that's true. story. We're going to get the uh, the funeral story. That was the day I became a very uh, disillusioned Catholic. Um. But we'll do it another day. Um, I'm not. It's a long story. It's a long story. But uh, I mean, I would still probably have a religious component. It wouldn't be a secular marriage like yours is going to be. Are you going to invite me to your wedding? Yeah, you can come. Sure. I'm inviting the whole WEI family. All right, today's show brought to you by Flagship Wealth. I'm actually here with Dave McDonough in his beautiful offices. Looks different since, uh, one four months ago since I was last year. Well decorated, isn't it? Well decorated. All right, we're talking about the Mid-Year Outlook Report. This week, I'm actually a little ticked off, to be honest with you. Okay. Because you showed me how many people have gone to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement versus the amount of people who requested the guide, the 2020 Mid-Year Outlook. Maybe it's the person giving the message, It could be me. It could be. Maybe Jerry should start reading this. But the hundred... 124 people that went should have requested the guide, but only 54 did. So let's figure that out, people. Go there, put your email in, get the 2020 Outlook report. Dave, what's inside it? Tell them. Sell it for me because I can't. Well, here it is, David. You've got a market that just four short months ago was down 40%. Now we're flat for the year. And what this booklet does, it tells you how we got here, but more importantly, where we're going. So you know, Dave, the return this year has come from five different stocks in one sector of the market. A lot of your listeners out there, they're just chasing that hot sector. That's not the smart thing to do. You get your hands on the booklet, it tells you where to go to get the rate of return, especially, again, Dave, with the market flat for the year. We gave away thousands of these on the radio. Now we're giving away hundreds, right? We're in the hundreds. I said 54 yesterday, download it. We're in the hundreds. I want thousands, okay? It was the most popular guide we ever gave away on radio. We're going to make it the most popular guide we ever gave away in podcasting. Don't be a dummy. Go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. You say it now. Tell them not to be a dummy. 
Don't be a dummy. Thank you. Flagshipwealth.com slash retire. I did not say give away the website. I said just say don't be a dummy. You listen to me when I speak. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Get the mid-year outlook report. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. You know, we would be um, remiss if we didn't mention the uh, latest wave of layoffs in our business, in the media business. Uh, in Boston, NBC is like wiping people out around the country. In Boston was no exception. They uh, dumped our old friend Gary Tangway, which is too bad. We we like Tangway. We both uh, tweeted about it. He was, he is it just uh, as I pointed out, he's an original, and he's like the least pretentious guy I've ever known. That's what I like about him. He's a guy who speaks his mind and doesn't apologize for being the goofball that he is. He's just so real. I'm not surprised to get dumped for a bunch, you know, they kept a bunch of phonies and they got rid of the, the original guy, the, the guy who doesn't ever fake it. You got to fake it in TV. That's how you survive in TV, Alex. Well, he's had a hell of a career. He's been on for so long. I'd say he, he survived for a while before the pandemic. You Plus know. he's got his acting. He's, he was in uh, that terrible movie, the knives, <laughs> knives, out, long uh, knives out, knives out. Did you see knives out? I, I did not know. He's got a big role in that. He's very good. The movie sucks, but he's good in it. Do he's you know what the- I saw over the weekend, though? Uncut Gems. So is that all you have to say about Tangway, that he's been around a while? That's it? <laughs> no. No, I listen, I actually never worked with Gary at WEI. We were always – our bands uh, never overlapped. You know, I was banned from the show when he was on, then he was banned uh, when I was on. So, yeah, but, you both formed uh, off. We've both stormed off many times, but I know Gary, uh, even though I never worked with him, he reached out to me a few times. Um, He's always been great to me. I think Gary's a great guy. And, you know, Jerry, you never forget people who, in this business especially, who reach out to you when you're at your lowest. And Gary was somebody after the Brady thing who, again, I didn't really have a personal relationship with, but he reached out to me. He defended me vehemently on the air, I remember, with you guys. Um, And not many people were doing that back then. And you always remember people who reach out to you with encouraging words, especially when you're at a low point. So, uh, Gary, very a great guy. And and a lot of people have those stories, too, about him. It's... uh, you know. and he'd always be on some diet, and he, 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 just the goofiest, you know, kind of outlook on life. I remember one day he was talking about uh, getting in shape, and he says he's decided, you know, that fit people are vain people. He goes, right. I'm not vain. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get in shape. The hell with it. I like, you know, the way I look, and he just, he's just an odd ball. And I mean, uh, I, 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 I will always say, walk off twice. And both times, you know, the boss wanted to f- get rid of him because, you know, that's a, like a cardinal sin walking off the show, live show. And we, Kirk and I had to go to the boss and, you know, ask him to let him back, show him, give him a break, let him back in because we love the guy. He, he, and he, I remember one day, both Kirk and I lost our parents. It was kind of public and open and we talked about it a lot. And Gary, we, you know, we remember the day. I remember the time my parents died on the day. And Gary said, didn't even know what month his parents died. <laughs> Wasn't sure what year. Never went to the cemetery. And he says, you know, uh, he he doesn't look back. He just looks forward. He lives in the moment. He just got a good attitude. And sometimes you just had to laugh. He was so strange. Oh, I, I mean, I always thought that the best shows were you, Kirk, and Gary back during the uh, Dennis and Callahan days when Tangway was really locked in. Tangway and Ferdino were four beautiful words. Uh, was, but, in, but the one thing that drove me nuts, and I said it to his face, is 
he thought being unprepared was charming. You know, he thought it was, you know, kind of his shtick to not be read, you know, to not read up and not be prepared, just wing it. And sometimes, as you know, Alex, you can't do that. Sometimes you have to know, you know, whatever the Ryan Reynolds story or the, or the, you know, Joe Biden story here, you got to know what you're talking about before you, you know, <laughs> you opine on something. And he didn't, he didn't care. He just said, you know, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about that. And he just winged it. And that would drive me nuts, but you couldn't stay mad long at Gary because there was no zero phoniness to the guy. If you're no, going to get, no, get, get let go in media, isn't it at least like moderately comforting to know that it's like a purely financial decision? You know what I mean? Like it's the only reason he's gone is because they need to save money right now. Well, there's other people who survived who make probably make as much as he did. You know, right? Uh, I don't know about that. He's been there the longest. He's an old white guy. It is tough to survive if you're an old white guy. Yeah, but Tangway, I mean, was an institution with that station, especially. I mean, I thought of Comcast, Sportsnet, New England, or whatever it is now, NBC, Boston. Um, I thought of Tangway, right? I mean, how could you not? He was there for 20 years. Am I the only one in uh, the Boston market who enjoyed Gary Tangway and Scott Zolak together? Because it, it didn't last too long. Tangway so, and Zoe? Yeah, I liked it personally. I like, yeah, I did too. I mean, I, I, I liked everything he did. He was on with Dickerson in the old days and they had a great rapport and they were yep. great together. I'm not sure they're friends anymore. I don't know what happened there, but those guys were good together. They were a good duo. Maybe, maybe they can do something. Uh, as, as we know, as Alex knows and I know, there's not that many jobs out there. There's not that many. You know, opportunities. Uh, it is, I don't want to say a dying business, but certainly now during the pandemic, not a lot of hiring going on. No, so it, but believe me, I'm, I'm aware. To- I mean, that's why I'm going to the census office later today. I mean, there's not a lot of <laughs> opportunities. Um, it, it's a, as, as I tweet, it's demoralizing time for our business. And I really wonder where we go from here, Jerry. You know, I really do think that subscription, not to sound like Dave Colonnade here, but subscription service, I think, across all media is. Really, the way forward, unless you're Google or Facebook, and you know, you, the because ads are worthless basically everywhere else. I was just thinking about the originals, guys, and not talking about me or Kirk. I'm talking about guys that we had on the radio who were odd and different and weird, and they're gone. You know, Tangway, Reamer, Mark James. These are okay. people. Mark, do not throw in Mark James <laughs> with me. I mean, I, do not I do mean, that. You could say what you want about him. He was strange. He was no, but he was, but he, but he also was like the most typical sports radio guy. I mean, no, come he on, wasn't. yes, no, he, he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't. You think he could? You think he couldn't be if if they told him? I mean, you know, he was what he when he started. Yeah, he was, and he became. Well, no, I, I remember know. the day I can remember. This is you know, like with you, the day you came out of the closet, and the day you said so many strange things. So did Tangway. <clears throat> and one day, Mark James says, "Casual, you know." Cavalier, uh, just casually says that he doesn't have sex during football season. Right. I remember that. And I said, yes. what? Like college or pro says when the season starts until the end, he doesn't have, he's a, he's like that's a the dumbest. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's he just one of those things you throw out there to see if it's funny and see if it works. That's the dumbest No, it was just the opposite. Just the opposite. He, he doesn't have sex during football season and it's not a gimmick. It's because he just doesn't have sex. It's purely well, he doesn't well, get laid. That's true too, but he I, I'm telling you what I'll tell you what he meant by it. Like he doesn't go on dates, you know, on game day. You know, he doesn't he doesn't spend time with women because he gambles and he and he is just completely obsessed with college and pro football. And I'm he's gotta he's going, gotta be locked in. It's like the day Mita Perel said he sits down to pee, literally does not go to a urinal ever. And I'm like, 
Not many people would admit that on the air. And that's have you watched of, Mira in Providence, Jerry? Have you I have not him? seen no? it yet, but I'm sure he's doing great. And the only meter could find a job during the pandemic and in media, by the way, in, in the media. But it was a big day for media yesterday because the uh, NCA is allowing Boston College's new quarterback, a transfer from Notre Dame, allowing him to play right away. So it was a big, big day in the Mita Perel household. But anyway, RIP to uh, Gary Tangway. I'd like to be one of those people that, like, when they get laid off, I love these people say, oh, he'll bounce back. He'll find something. And, you know, uh, you know, like uh, Steve Bullpet got laid off at the Herald after, like, 30 years. And everyone right. said, oh, someone's going to grab him right away. And I'm going, no, they're not. I mean, he's he's a good beat guy and a good writer, but there's no jobs. I mean, there's no there's no play, paper that's that's hiring, you know. And Tangway is a talented guy and a funny guy, and everyone likes him, but there's no jobs. He's not going to bounce back right away. We will try to we will reach out and try to get him on this podcast, won't we, Colin? A? Absolutely, we will. We sure will. I would I'll love to have him. On. He's hysterical. He's fucking great, and he's just real. I mean, you could say yeah. anything, talk about anything, and. Uh, Sometimes he loses focus, but uh, so does Alex. Me? By the way, Alex, yes, last time you were on last week, you you were nodding off. I was? Were, no, I wasn't. Yeah, I think, uh, you looked like you had like an hour's sleep, and you were just like, eh. Really? But you were better today. You were a little unhinged, which I like, even though most of uh, tweeters and texters, eh. many of the listeners don't like it. I they're, do. All, they're all Russian bots. They're all fake. Is that true? Fake news. Yeah, fake news. Fake news. Yeah, they're fake right. accounts. All right. Well, thanks for joining. Uh, thanks for uh, joining me, brother. And um, what's your latest job? You're gonna go door to door for taking the census. Yeah. So that so that should be motivation for people in the Boston area to fill out their census forms. Because <laughs> so if you, you don't, don't I will I will be coming to your doorstep. So when do yeah. you do that? Like I don't know. Day? I have to find I have to find out today. I don't know. I I, I signed and, up like in Mar- February, and we're finally getting to the onboarding stage. <laughs> and you're writing for Forbes, and you're writing for uh, everyone else. Out sports, and I'm doing my thing. I'm trying. Sports. I'm trying to rub two nickels together to make a dime. Out sports, yes. You you do appreciate the opportunities this country has to offer, even though you said you wanted to move to Iceland. It's a good place, Iceland. It is not. I mean, I've been there. You would like the penis museum. I've, I know. Uh, told you about that. And you'd probably like to eat like whale blubber, but it's kind of yeah. cold and kind of cloudy and a lot of hippies and it's, it feels kind of desolate, you know, that kind of feeling. But I mean, it's a nice place to visit. I did that for, I don't know what it was, four days. I, uh, I met Newt Gingrich in Iceland. I told you my Iceland stories, but you get a little stir crazy. You know, it's an Island, you know, it's, you know, not, there's, there's a lot of stuff they don't have there. There's only like 330,000 people in the whole country. The whole country. And they got rid of, they, they solved uh, down the coronavirus. Down syndrome. They have no Down syndrome. They celebrated that. They aborted every Down syndrome <laughs> child. They do not have Down syndrome. That's how weird that island is. But you should go there sometime. You, you'd fit right in. Everyone thinks they're, you know, a free spirit. Everyone thinks they're Alexander Super Tramp hiking and, you know, eating, eating berries and living off the land. Well, they're all related, I think. <laughs> it's a little weird, but no, there's there's plenty of imports. People who are, it feels like one of those islands of the Caribbean where everyone's running away from something. You know, everybody. Yes. Uh, I, I, I can feel you know, that. Yeah, divorced or you know running right. away from their parents or right. so the law. Everybody's running away from something in Iceland. But uh, I can tell you all my Iceland stories another day. Thanks, Reamer. And thanks, thanks, Jerry. To, uh, Thanks to Shea Concrete and Allied Paving and DCU. 
Who else do I have to thank? And my bookie and Raycon. And um, and I was working on a, a deal with a company that Ryan Reynolds owns. So now we're fucked with that. But that's uh, all right. That's all right. We'll move on. What? Yeah, or he co-owns it. Yeah, I was. What? He, well, he I mean, uh, The cell phone company, Mint. Yeah, yeah. That's why the Fast I, Company article was all about. And we reached out to the Boston Bruins, correct? We wanted to get yes. somebody on to talk about uh, their effort to distance themselves from the uh, Boston police. This is true. And we heard nothing, nothing we, back. We heard no, nothing I'm back. I'm, I'm shocked. shocked by that. But we did hear from a lot of people in the BPD, and I will be sporting a lot of their swag over the coming days. Are you, they, are they're you sending a lot of it. Remember that the Boston Bruins want no part of the Boston police? Are you on board with that? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Tuca meant anything by the hat he was wearing. It was, it's a little tone deaf in this time, but I mean, what? that's fine. What? Tone yeah, deaf it's just, yeah, yeah. Why? I mean, yeah, I mean, because we, you got to read the room a little bit. This is a time to amplify voices. Oh, Alex, you're the justice. problem here. You are the friggin' problem here. What do the Boston police have to do with George Floyd? What? Sum it up for me. Nothing, but it's showing support for the police and our style of policing when right now I think it's best utilized to amplify black voices and voices oh, for social change. I mean, do you know do you know what color the police commissioner is? Do you know what color yeah, he William, is? Now? Yeah, I, I know. I know he's William a black Ross, yeah, you know what? Know. You know what color like half the force is? They're minorities. What does one bad cop in Minneapolis have to do with two Rask's support of the Boston police. I would love somebody, and maybe I'll have to find somebody on a more articulate than you to sum that up for me, to make some well, sense. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not just the one cop for George Floyd. I mean, it's their system yes, it of is. policing and our style of policing. Hold on, hold on, Alex. Before you, uh, if George Floyd were not killed by Derek Chauvin, do you think the Boston Globe would uh, be scolding the Bruins for supporting the Boston police? No, but I mean, they should have been. I mean, the issues with systemic racism and policing didn't begin on May 25th when George Floyd was murdered. Why have you heard a lot of complaints about racist cops? I, I, uh, no, Boston actually, I, which is ironic given the city's history, the BPD has a good track record. So, so, so why would you want to lump the BPD in with the Minneapolis cops? I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm just saying I'm that in this time, in this, in this time, but here's the thing, but in this time of profound social upheaval, you know, like wearing a beep, like nobody is like the police have always been supported in our nation's history. I mean, uh, black people now, haven't been, now. so what do not you mean now. now? Do you think people are supporting the police? Your people, your side is defunding the police, is slandering the police, maligning the police. That's what you do every day. By the way, the George Floyd video, I should have gotten your take on this earlier. The George Floyd video reveals a lot. The one thing it, uh, above all others is there was no racism. There was no racial element, at least overtly. In the video, there was no one using racial slurs. So what? So that matters. We assumed, everybody assumed this was a racist uh, crime against George Floyd by Derek Chauvin, right? You don't have to use racist racial slurs for your actions to be racist. There, what proof is there that there, what evidence is there that there was that this was racist? Because I think that if George Floyd was white, a gun wouldn't have been pulled on him within seconds and he wouldn't have had a knee on his but, neck but, for nearly nine but minutes. That's what I think. Of, but no, 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 no. There's dozens of examples around the country where it did happen to white people. Even worse happened to white people. And we've gone through the numbers. There's no epidemic of police, a racist police brutality, no epidemic of uh, cops shooting unarmed black guys. It's It's made up. And the guy most responsible is Keith Ellison, the Antifa 
supporter, who's the AG in Minneapolis, who withheld this video. It was leaked. He withheld this video. We've seen this video a month ago, two months ago. Maybe there wouldn't be so much carnage. Maybe there wouldn't have been so much death. Maybe David Dorn would be alive today. That blood is on Keith Ellison's hands because he withheld this video. And he said his only goal is to get a conviction. He doesn't care about the truth. You're supposed to want to get the truth out if you're a public official. He just wants a conviction. And after you see that video, you have to admit, Alex, it's going to be harder than you thought to convict the these Minneapolis cops. No, because George Floyd's still saying, I can't breathe while Derek Chauvin's knee is on his neck. for no, he's saying, nine Same thing when he's standing up. So he's yeah. just saying they don't put any weight into it, or they, they should have. Okay, so, so I'm glad we waited to an hour, 20 minutes into this show here for you to defend Derek Chauvin. That's good. How did I defend Derek Chauvin? Give me, Please. what are you talking about? Defend Derek Chauvin. I said, guy should be put away for life. All right, good. Well, we agree. Okay. You know what? It's going to be hard to do? Putting him away for life because of this <sighs> asshole, Keith Ellison. Uh, th- this video shows a very distressed George Floyd. Right. Right. Who has, who's on drugs, who has physical problems. Um, physical he's on problems. drugs in the video. Yeah. How do we know that? Because he tested, they tested him. They proved it. He's, he was on fentanyl. I mean, try to keep up, Alex. Why did you do this to me? Why did you do this? To me? All right, we'll see. It, he made it tougher. It's going to be tougher to convict him, which is too bad. I thought it was open and shut. This is going to make it tougher. But Keith Keith Ellison wants first degree murder. You know that? That's I don't not only tough. I think that's a long shot convicting one first degree murder after you see this video. But maybe we'll get into it next time. Maybe there'll be more video. Maybe there'll be more stuff leaked to the Daily Mail, which was kind of strange. But anyway, good fighting with you, Raymond. Go, you better not knock on my door. Knock, don't knock on my door when you're starting doing the census. I'm, uh, you're hiding out. I'll be packing. I'll be packing. Uh-oh. I'll come, you know, you, you, you knock on my door. <laughs> I might just shoot you through the door. Maybe and, then I could collect some money. That's also a good way to get money. You can sue. So there you go. Chances. All right. See you, Raymond. Bye. And uh, thanks for everyone listening. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? You, no one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Looking for the perfect gift? Check out a Visa Virtual Account. Available at giftcards.com. Gifting a Visa Virtual Account is easy. Simply select your gift amount. Add optional personalization and click send. A thoughtful gift delivered in moments. As one of the world's most recognized brands, virtual Visa cards are secure, never expire, and work for any budget. They're also eco-friendly. Eliminate the need for plastic with a virtual gift delivered straight to their inbox. Whether you're shopping for a family member, friend, coworker, or client, a Visa virtual account is always the perfect fit. Visa virtual accounts can be used online anywhere Visa is accepted so the possibilities are endless. They're convenient to send and easy to spend, making it the perfect gift for any occasion. Start gifting your virtual visa today at www.giftcards.com virtual.